0: You're Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, EJ Andrews of jaysfernycouch.com. Talking with you on a Saturday night, and the feeling's right. Well, you know, the feeling's not totally right because there's no baseball on in this continent. But we press on because there's fake baseball to talk about. And continuing the theme from our Nate Pearson episode earlier this week, I want to talk about some real life implications that have been learned from one transaction that was completed in the Blue Jays simulation season that I am running for y'all. So we're going to talk about the actual transaction itself and then some implications that arose from a conversation that I had with a fan afterwards. So uh, for those of you who have not been following on Twitter, and I totally understand The Blue Jays have officially made their first trade of the 2020 season, and from what I gathered, it seemed to be a pretty popular one. So let me just lay out how this kind of came to be. I swore at the beginning of the season that I was going to start by being as faithful as possible to the original construction of the team. I did that for the first six weeks. Aside from, you know, signing Danny Salazar and claiming Craig Stammon off waivers. But, hey, I'm allowed to make moves. I am the manager and the general manager all in one on this thing. So I see an opportunity to improve the team. I'm going to take it. Which led to the interesting trade proposal that ended up being worked out with Oakland. See, started uh, when I was trying to find a new home for Brandon Drury, who has been in Buffalo all season, has not even had a sniff of a call up to the major leagues, and is very unhappy about it. So, I like Brandon in real life, I figure, let's see if we can find a home for him. So, I put out some feelers to see if anyone wanted to bring Brandon up to the major leagues. And Oakland came calling, offering right fielder Steven Piscotty. Now, the important thing to know is that this is a video game. In real life, I'm pretty sure Steven Piscotty is not going anywhere because he is a Northern California boy. Very well-known fact, he was traded by the Cardinals to the Athletics to be near his ailing mom who had ALS. And tragically, she succumbed to that illness. And, you know, I still have the feeling that he would like to not leave the area. Seems to be a pretty big deal for him. So, in real life, pretty sure he's not going there. But in real life, also pretty sure Justin Smoke's not being traded to Boston and Andrew Benintendi's not being traded to St. Louis. So,. The game has little cares or emotions for real life things. So anyway, Stephen Biscotti gets offered. And the main reason Oakland's doing this is because they want to cut salary. Shock, right? So Oakland's like, yeah, we'll give you Stephen Biscotti. But you have to take the entire salary. And I don't really want to do that. Because that would put a major dent in the Blue Jays' budget for acquisitions later in the season. So I start thinking about how I can try and work this. And I look at Derek Fisher, and I look at his sub-200 batting average, and I look at the the fact that he managed to strike out twice in a pinch-hitting appearance earlier this week. And I look at his one home run, and I think, what if I give you a replacement for Piscotti as well? So I throw in Derek Fisher on the condition that Oakland starts to eat some salary. And I couldn't get them to do it on Fisher alone, but I was able to convince them to take 30% of Piscati's salary for the inclusion of 20 year old Dominican pitcher uh, Juan Martinez, who the Blue Jays signed in 2018. A, A very lesser known prospect, a guy who does have some potential, but. I was more than willing to part with him. So, um, I I kind of looked through as well just to see if there were any prospects, any, any bats that I could get for the Blue Jays, just because the outfield prospect list is a bit light. And I did find one that Oakland was willing to part with in Matthew Kohler, a 24-year-old who was drafted in the 31st round in 2018. So, very... Low-level prospect, but a guy who is now up in Lansing uh, serve, serving a purpose there. So that was the deal. I took it to the fans, and the fans said overwhelmingly, yeah, let's do that. So that deal is consummated. So what does that deal show that the Blue Jays can learn in real life for this? Well, one— The main reason why Piscotty was attractive to me out of the offers I got for Brandon Drury is that he actually hits left-handed pitching. And in trying to juggle the lineups for the Blue Jays, there is a dearth of bats that can comfortably handle left-handed pitching outside of Bo Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And to an extent, Randall Gritschek. But still, one-third of the batting order susceptible to left-handed hitting. Now, some guys will obviously perform better than their numbers or their stats indicate. Uh, Rowdy Tellez, who who we'll have to talk about at some point uh, on the show, he's having a monster year for the Blue Jays so far, and he's hitting both righties and lefties. He actually has a slightly better batting average against lefties this season. But, you know, Travis Shaw... Struggles against left-handed pitching. Both Derek Fisher and Teoscar Hernandez struggle against left-handed pitching. I've been using Anthony Alford as a platoon solution, but the bloom is quickly wearing off that rose. So acquiring a guy like Piscotti, who does have a tendency to hit left-handed pitchers better than he hits righties, Um, It allows for more flexibility with the Blue Jays lineup. Right now, I'm not taking Rowdy Telez out of the lineup for anything. He is on fire. He has hit safely in 15 of the last 16 simulated games. But if he does cool down... Now, in a lefty situation, I can potentially go with Piscotty and Teoscar Hernandez as a combo instead of having to put Rowdy out there because I literally don't have anyone else that I feel comfortable putting in that designated hitter slot. Because designated hitter Joe Panic doesn't have a good ring to it, especially against lefties because Panic is another lefty that can't hit lefties. So, from that standpoint... It made sense to target Piscotty as opposed to, say, Will Smith, who Alex was offering. And made the deal. Piscotty started today's game against the White Sox. He went two for five, had a couple RBIs, so he's fitting in well already. We'll see how he takes on Dallas Keuchel tomorrow, but it's a strong start. And, you know, I know it's not realistic to get Piscotty, but... I'm I'm not planning on being, like, a full-time, like, I'm going to run this until the day my computer dies sort of thing. So at this point, I want to fulfill the promise that the Blue Jays have started to show because they're still above 500. They're two games above 500, and they are right in contention for a wildcard spot, which is exactly where we thought they were going to be. So as the GM, I'm going to reward that. And if bringing it a bat like Piscotty can help reward that, then that's what we'll do. And we might be looking at making other moves in the future. Because Jordan Romano's set to come off the 60-day IL, so he'll need a spot. He's finally figured out the blister problem, so... You know, we'll have to find a situation that works for him. So that'll be coming up on another podcast, but I... I want to talk about another real world implication that arose out of this. And it's not the implication that you need to go to builtbar.com and get yourself some built bars because built bars are the best tasting protein bar on the market. They taste like a candy bar. They're coated in chocolate, 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. It's like, a mouthful of nougat hitting your mouth. And they have 16 different flavors with combinations of chocolate and nuts and combinations of chocolate and not nuts. Uh, My favorite so far is the salted caramel because caramel is so good and it's so gooey and it goes in your mouth and it just tastes so nice. And they're healthier than their competitors. They have less fat per bar, which is huge. They have less calories per bar and they pack in more protein. So... They're definitely worth your time and your money, and it doesn't even take that much. You just go to BuiltBar.com, you enter that promo code locked on, and you get ten percent off your first order with Built Bar. So just promo code locked on, get the ten dollars off, get those bars in the mail, and you know have yourself a healthy, tasty treat to make your day better. And if you can't get on the internet and you can't. Go to the site and order those built Bars. You can order whatever you want with Postmates. You just download their app and Postmates gives you access to all your favorite stores. Convenience stores, grocery stores, clothing stores, liquor stores, whatever you need. Postmates has the ability to get it to you within the hour so you don't have to go outside just because you forgot you needed rice vinegar to make dragon sauce even though you've never tried to make dragon sauce in your life and it ends up really watery and you don't know what you did wrong postmates can help you cover that they will go to the restaurant that makes the dragon sauce and get you dragon sauce and it's so easy you just got to download the app on your phone google apple doesn't matter and then you enter the promo code locked on and you will get $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So, again, you just download that app, enter the code locked on. It's a pretty simple code to remember at this point. You get $100 of free delivery credit when you download that app. So, anything you need, anytime you need it, Post made it. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So, um, one of the implications of acquiring Steven Piscotty from the Athletics is that because his deal runs to 2022 with a team option for 2023, which, let's be frank, that's not getting exercised because it's $15 million. And that's not Stephen Piscotty's value. I'm sorry. But anyway, um, one of the fans, uh, Rocky Adams... At the great One Ninety Nine, he decided uh, to vote no on the trade because he thought they would be better served going after Springer, Ozuna, or Jock Peterson in free agency. And while I had to explain in a simulation that Jock Peterson had signed a four-year extension and would not be a free agent, that George Springer had torn ankle ligaments and was out for six weeks, and that Marcelo Zuna is batting 208 for Atlanta. Um, Rocky raised a good point that I think the Blue Jays are actually following in real life. Because, let's face it, they have a bit more patience than I do. But um, waiting for these guys as opposed to trading for a bad deal and getting locked into something is probably more prudent for this team. To make sure it has the flexibility to be able to add when this team is clearly on the verge. And Rocky looked specifically at the 2022 class when you have guys like Lindor and Correa and Bryant and like like so many more options than you do with this upcoming free agent class. Because I looked and it is barren. It is not good at all. But, um, like I said, Rocky is more hyper-focused on that class when the Blue Jays can theoretically use their money to make a push for a guy, again, like Lindor, who the score was pretty convinced, you know, would be a great fit in Toronto if you just move Beau Bichette over to second base. And, you know, just have the ability to do that. And... And I think that is what the Blue Jays want to do. They want to save their money for the guys, you know, like I said, like Corey Seeger, like Chris Bryant, like Francisco Lindor, like Nolan Arenado, um, like Noah Syndergaard. So the Blue Jays aren't likely to do what I did. For for any number of reasons. But for for this specific reason, they're likely to be more patient with Teoscar Hernandez and Derek Fisher. Just because it's the most prudent and they don't need to be chasing after someone just to fill that position. I had the opportunity to sign a guy like Matt Joyce after the Marlins cut him loose. And I didn't even budge on that. Because... If I'm just signing Matt Joyce as a rental, it it didn't make sense to me to give a 35-year-old playing time over these younger guys. But as the strikeouts kept racking up, I kept getting frustrated. And that is also something the Blue Jays are going to have to deal with, teaching these guys just put the ball in play. Because, you know, I can't watch Reynaldo Lopez rack up double-digit strikeouts on this team there there are guys in this division like garrett cole who are strikeout artists who work best at limiting the damage that can be done with the bat by making sure the ball never touches the bat toronto's gonna have to find guys who can put bat on ball despite whatever the opponent is trying to throw at them contact is key and that ultimately is why I was frustrated enough to trade Derek Fisher. There was no contact there. There was nothing being produced from the bottom of the lineup. And I I need to see more. Maybe the solution is giving Reese McGuire more at-bats because he had three doubles in today's game against the White Sox. So who knows? We're still tinkering and trying to figure out what the best team is to put on the field. But we will keep doing that as long as we are the only MLB game in town for now. But uh, I want to thank you for sticking us out to the end of the episode. Just a reminder, if you want to follow along as I simulate the 2020 MLB season and want to offer your comments or suggestions as well, you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. And you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, stitcher spotify himalaya however you get podcasts you can subscribe so you don't miss an episode and you can follow the podcast on twitter and facebook at On jays and now that you're done here you can tell your smart device hey smart device play locked on fantasy baseball so you get the news with scott cullen so when baseball does come back you are ready to go immediately and just dominate your league so be ready for that so until the next time we talk, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at com, i mean A.J. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode, and y'all take care.